<laughs> Welcome back uh, to the Dutch Endeavor podcast. We're live on YouTube tonight um, because I felt like, it, and we might have some special viewers more than our normal zero. We might hit one, possibly two tonight. You never know. Uh, this week has been a clusterfuck. Uh, for me as well as the world. I've just been busy, like, building a shed, hanging out, doing everything but what I should be doing. Like, I didn't stream last night because I was busy screwing around. Um, I didn't do Tuesday because I was busy screwing around. I'll be back Monday, though, or uh, Friday for you guys. We, uh, we have some developments that... Everyone should, yeah, most people should uh, hear about. Sorry, we're going to have to text them too. Ah, so we all know about the, the Achilles injury, blah, blah. It's been forever. That's why I'm doing podcasts and doing this. Uh, so new development. I'm having another surgery think the 20th and this one's gonna be a tendon transfer so on like your foot they um let's see here they like take one tendon from one side and move it to the other and then they take the tendon from the other side and they move it to the other um Apparently, I'm going to have even some more gnarly scars besides the um, the Achilles one. And this one isn't going to fix the nerve damage, but it's going to fix part of the physical, I guess, atrophy from the nerve damage. Like, I have that foot drop. You know, I drag my foot like an idiot. So, this should fix it, and then I can get back to, like full-time work and you know back on site and doing cool stuff i don't know man i'm at this point it's been a year i'm over it and super ready to move on but we'll see so yeah we're gonna have another surgery on the 20th which is going to knock me up for a while again right foot probably not gonna be able to drive for a little bit it's just a mess. Um, I don't know. So we did we deal with that. Uh, I hung out with a bunch of buddies and did stuff and just haven't been around like a show. But hey, the good news is I'll be laid up again. And um, we'll be much more involved. We'll have, you know, I'll be laid up during uh, for Battlefield and Halo. So I'll be streaming lots of that. We'll have lots of podcasts, uh, and we'll we'll get back on track. Uh, furthermore, <laughs> let's let's just jump in because I mean, who knows? Uh, let's pop open our notes and okay. So we're gonna do some serious stuff and then some um, not so serious stuff. Because 
like I said, I'm white, but I mean, I gotta be loyal to my fans. People love this shit. Um, okay, so ESPN apparently, no, no, let's do this first. And this is totally off topic. Well, everything we do on this show is off topic. But, uh, ladies, and this is a general consensus from all of us guys. We've, we've discussed this. Stop taking pictures of yourself in public bathrooms. Now, I know that the public bathroom has, like, the full-length mirror for you and shit, but stop that. Get on the Amazon and buy your own full-length mirror, okay? I don't need a picture of you with shitters in the background. Or, you know, like the random drunk girl you can tell who's, like, you know, stumbling around in the background. That's, no. I... We're more focused on what's happening around you. The fact that you're in a public restroom taking selfies than the selfie itself or the picture itself. Okay. I can tell you without a doubt if um, I went to the head and there was some dude in the mirror like taking pictures of himself, I'd probably punch him in the throat. I would definitely laugh at him. And I would not, like, quietly laugh. I would point and laugh. <laughs> You're a fucking loser, dude. Like, get over yourself. Um, yeah, hold on one second. Okay, so we're... No more distractions. I promise. Okay. So yeah, uh, no more bathroom selfies. Not uh, bathroom selfies. Fine, your bathroom, your friend's bathroom, mom and dad's bathroom, your cousin. No more public bathroom selfies, uh, especially at work. Because I can tell you work at a hospital, and Keel can and Batman can, uh, crazy can't because he's crazy. Uh, but we can tell. Just stop doing that, okay? It's like uh, y'all's complaint is like, quit taking pictures with your sunglasses on. Fine. We, as men, will agree to stop taking pictures with sunglasses on. And I speak for all men, I think. But you have to stop taking selfies in public restrooms. That's also weird, too. Like, well, you guys have never been in a men's restroom. But, Jesus, the stuff that goes on there, it's like fucking man. You don't want to be taking pictures in there. At least you don't want any audio. <laughs> um fuck. This one's gonna be a little of a train wreck, like I said. But who cares? So uh ESPN, you know, the mothership, like the grand warlords of what would you call it? Sports kind of, but they're not even sports anymore. They're just like public opinion about shit no one cares about. They uh I guess they televised I think it was a high school game because it was like, you know, like high school week where the high school game started. I guess ESPN televised a high school game that was two teams, but one of the teams was an online high school. And they were kind of like, I don't know if the high school was a scam, but I know that the the football team was a scam. Like they got blown out. 
And now, I mean, days later, because again, I, I mean, I can't do this every day. So after surgery, maybe we'll have an everyday podcast. Um, so it's it's kind of like a scam. And I think they just got paid a bunch of money to play on ESPN and get blown out because they suck. I, don't know, just, I mean, that speaks to where ESPN is now. Like, I haven't watched that station in years unless like now I watch it because, you know, the U.S. opens on. But I don't watch SportsCenter because I don't need commentary, you know, about Black Lives Matter and that dumb shit. You're a sports channel. Nobody fucking cares. Uh, I also, I don't care about teams from back east at all. Um, I don't give shit about the Yankees. A, they're American League, and B, they're back east. They have nothing to do with my team, the Cardinals. So, don't give a shit. I do not care about the back east hockey teams. Uh, the Avs are way better. I do not care. And ESPN is just very back east focused and i know they're in like connecticut or whatever but it's not my thing and i just think it's funny that they were duped by an online high school to televise their game or they invited them to some like special game that people had to watch and they got blown out and it was hilarious and espn has egg on their face and it's fun for me uh let's see afghanistan is a complete fucking mess and you know i don't need to explain this to you we've done this for three podcasts it's an absolute shit show um we did it ass backwards we gave the taliban a fuckload of american guns and trucks and airplanes and helicopters and that kind of shit uh it turns out we did our withdrawal uh we did leave american citizens behind even though biden said we wouldn't um it's a mess it's an absolute mess but the good thing though is nobody gives a shit um again we're back to these mental black backflips that like liberals do like trying to justify this again i i don't care well i care what side of the aisle you're on okay but in this instance i don't because everybody with the tiniest little p sized walnut brain knows that this is an absolute disaster and i mean you can't blame trump anymore he's not president so your guy did this your guy abandoned american citizens your guy blah blah blah. and i mean i know we're not you know televising the worst parts of it because that would speak poorly on biden but come on again this doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on you let a poor, crazy man with dementia orchestrate this withdrawal. It did not go well. Which is, you know, it's to be expected. Like, I could have told you this was going to be a fucking mess. And it's just like the, the mental backflips are what shocked me on, shocked me beyond all belief. And so it's completely fucked up. And you have liberals who are like, well, he actually did a pretty good job. I mean, he got a bunch of Americans out and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, okay, wait a minute. You can't literally, like, burn down your... You can't set fire to your own house and then be congratulated for rescuing the cat. You still burn down your own house, you idiot. And that's what's happening. They're like, oh, well, you know, I mean, under the... No, not under the circumstances. Now, I'm, I'm a firm believer. I'm... 
I'm not entirely sure we should have been there for 20 years. Like we were trying to change a country that didn't want to be changed. And that, that'll never work. Um, that's a very poor plan. And I, I didn't see it working ever. Like they don't want democracy and freedom and stuff like that. A lot of these people are happy with the Taliban. They're happy being run by savages. Whoa, whoa, hold on, Dutch. No, no, no. The Taliban are a bunch of fucking savages. That's that's not up for debate, okay? But the day-to-day -day Afghani life as a man is maybe not going to change all that much, or it might change in a way that they want it to. So, I mean, us being there was, it seemed like a waste of 20 years. Now, for the, the ladies, it's probably not going to be great for you. And that's maybe where we failed. Because, I mean, let's think about it. If this country really wanted what we were offering, it wasn't going to take 20 years for them to figure that the fuck out. Okay? Like, it would have happened much quicker. But they all weren't on board with it, and we were kind of just like, you know, forcing them along. It's not okay in my book. But then again, this was not the way to get out of there. So yeah, we should have got out of there, but holy shit, not fucking this way. Absolutely not this way. This was a catastrophic failure on so many levels. It's unbelievable. Um, But again, it... These are different cultures that we were trying to change and they didn't want it, so it didn't work, and we probably should have been out there out of there a lot sooner. Um, as for the adopted culture they have now that they've had for a while, the guys are fine. Most of them, like I said, are I think are okay with it. The women, it some shit's gonna change. Um, you probably should have jumped on board a long time ago, but you know, we all have to lay in the bed we made. On both sides, your side and ours. Not great. Again, the way getting out of there, fucking awful. But that brings us to the uh, the next thing, which is just, again, completely fucking insane. I guess Biden had a conversation with the Afghan president and asked him to lie and be like, hey, man. Don't tell people how bad this is really going or is going to be. I understand that happens with politics. I'm not naive. What I'm a little pissed about, though, is I'm pretty sure the Democrats impeached Trump for kind of the same thing. Um, and now the Biden thing's kind of just like under the rug. Don't worry about it. Which sense? I mean, that's the problem with our media today. Like, think about it. if Trump had done that, you people would have lost your shit like you did of literally everything he did. And that's just, I mean, again, that's my biggest complaint is just be consistent. You can't be pissed at one side for doing something stupid. And then when the other side does something exponentially stupid, or you're just like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> moving on. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. 
Is Trump to blame for some of this? No, because he's not the president anymore, dumb shits. Well, he had this date and blah. Okay, well, Biden got rid of all of Trump's other shit. Why didn't he get rid of this? Because, I mean, did he need a fall guy? What? 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 You just can't, I mean, the double standard, be consistent. That's all I want. And I know it'll never happen. And I know it's a pipe dream that I'm asking for this, but I am. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, oh, where's Kamala Harris in any of this? Nowhere. She's fixing the border, guys. Don't worry. That's still going just perfectly. We get the infrastructure bill rammed down our throats. Texas is outlawing uh, late-term abortions, so a bunch more people are going to come to Camerado because we're fine with that. It's all um, a super big mess, which, I mean, again, what did you expect? You picked a, a poor old man with dementia to run shit. Like, this was a bad plan to begin with. Um, But, hey, you know, nobody cares. Moving on, you know. It doesn't matter. He can do no wrong. I mean, the guy's up there completely fucking lost lying to people when you're just like, yeah, okay, no problem. But if it was Trump, he'd go nuts. And that's what I just can't stand. It just, I mean, to me, it's insane. Uh, okay. So um, this is where we lighten up a little bit for a little bit, and then we go back to horribleness. So uh, I'm building the shed. We need a new shed. We're going to make a real nice one. I'll, I'll share pictures. But uh, finally, the price of lumber has come down. Like from the stratosphere to, I mean, not normal. They're still high because you're going to have high prices with Biden. Like that's just, that's his economic plan. And again, if you're doubting this, it's because you're stupid. And I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but it's because you're dumb. Like, everything is extremely high right now. Hamburger, pork, vegetables, groceries, that shit's really expensive. Gas is the highest it's been in, like, seven or nine years. Okay, lumber's coming down a little bit, but that's more of a market thing than a Biden thing because um, they oversold a ton of houses, and now the demand for lumber is not as high. And if you know how supply and demand works... If you have a huge supply and low demand, prices come down. And if you have a large demand and a low supply, prices go up. This is basic economics that I think fall deaf on many, many people. But so lumber's cheaper, and I'm, I'm building the shed. Okay. So the other day, you know, we knocked down the old shed, loaded up in the trailer, we hauled off to the dump. The dump was super cheap too, by the way. Uh, which I was I was happy with our local dump where I live. And then, you know, I head over to the Home Depot, and uh, I got a lot of stuff. Like, I got almost the whole shed pack, okay? Two problems here. Number one, I needed some siding panels. And this happened today, too, because I had to go get one other thing from a different Home Depot, because our Home Depot never has what you fucking need. That's beside the point. Um... But, the, you know, what I need is up on the shelf, and it's like, all right, man, can you grab your forklift, and you can, can you grab this for me? 
He's like, yeah, sure. So you know Home Depot, they have to close off like half the store to run a forklift so they don't spill something on somebody on the next aisle, whatever. Well, it takes these guys like 45 minutes to get this done because as they close off the aisle, you know, every couple minutes you have some jackass who's like, I just need to sneak in there real quick and grab one thing. So everybody has to stop everything by this fuck it's his shit. You know, yeah, I know. Dutch, calm down. It's only one thing. I get that. But if it was one person who grabbed one thing, I'd be fine with that. But it's 50 different people doing this. It now takes me hours. And I'm the one that's about ready to drop two grand and stuff, not your one piece of $13 drywall, nerd. So I'm running around the lumber department getting this stuff. There's this little short fuck, and it's important that you guys know that he is a short scumbag piece of monkey shit with his little bluetooth headset not even airpods we're talking like a 1990s you know like shit wandering around the area grabbing like this little thing this little thing and then one piece of drywall so literally this guy has like a piece of drywall and one little thing and every little thing he needed was fucking up me getting what i actually needed so finally I get my stuff and I get checked out. And then, you know, like at Home Depot, you can pull under to the loading where I, I never go there because usually I don't buy that much stuff that I need to use the loading facility. I'm not that piece of shit. A, it's not a parking spot. You do not park under there to, you know, load up your one. I don't care if you're a contractor or not. You don't park there. That's not a parking spot. That's a loading space. So there's a guy next, there's two lanes, and there's one guy who he's actually loading a bunch of concrete. I'm fine with him being there. He's loading a bunch of concrete. I wouldn't want to walk it that far. And then I go grab the truck real quick, and I pull up with the trailer, and there's this asshole that's, like, blocking me. And the car's empty. Um, I'm, I'm having to, like, hand hump stuff a ways to load the trailer. And the whole time I'm cursing this truck. It's like, I cannot wait for this fuck to get out here. Well, guess what, nerds? It turns out, remember the little short guy that was interrupting me get my lumber because he needed one piece of fucking drywall? It was him. It was his truck. It was his lifted Dodge. Okay, that's parked in the way of everybody for his one piece of drywall. So you bet your ass when he came out, I said something to him. And I said, wow, you you got quite a load there. And he looked at me more baffled than anyone's ever looked at me. And this is back to my point, like why we have bad drivers, why we have morons like this. That guy hasn't been hit in the face enough. Because I'll tell you what, if I punch him in the face and explain to him, hey, dude, you're getting hit in the face right now and clubbed in the knees with a baseball bat because you literally have been parked in a loading zone for 45 minutes for one sheet of drywall because you're four foot one in your big little truck with a small penis in my way. He, next time after he had healed from his broken face and crushed trachea and smashed in kneecaps, would have thought, like, next time should I park under the loading zone? No, because I learned my lesson. I got hit in the face for being a dumb shit, 
and well, now I'm not going to do that. It was just, and he had, he was oblivious. I don't even think he got the comment. He looked completely like, oh, what? And then part of me should have been like, hey, man, are you a contractor? He'd be like, oh, yeah. Can I have one of your cards? He's like, oh, yeah, here you go. And I'd be like, good. Now I know who to tell everyone never to use because you are a special kind of stupid that there's no possible way that modern science can fix your retard. It just, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, I was already at Home Depot, which is irritating because if you've ever been to an actual Home Depot, they never have everything you need, especially ours. And they take forever. Like I said, the forklift guy took like 45 minutes because apparently it was his first day on a forklift. That's that's why I carry a cooler of beer in the back of the truck. Just for those reasons. So then today, I'm at a new Home Depot getting the stuff that I didn't get the other day because mine didn't blah, blah, blah. And I say, hey, guys, you got to pull this down for me. Again, like an hour later, because all these people were like, oh, and it was... Most time, I don't care about the working Mexicans. Like, I think they're good people. They work hard. But the ones at Home Depot piss me off because they do not care. And like I said, these guys just, like, moved the gates, went down the aisle, and loaded up, like, a bunch of shit for half an hour. Because they don't care. No one has any courtesy. So, again, if I punch them in the throat and crush their kneecaps, uh, they probably would have known. They're, and same with the other guy. They're all morons. It wouldn't have made a difference, but it would have made me feel better. And that's what's important. My sanity. See, now I'm being selfish. Uh, so I'll let you guys know how the um, shed goes. Tomorrow we're going to make lots of progress. I got a quick doctor's appointment in the morning, and then we're going to bust it out. After, you know, a horrible day of falling around some fucking inspector for like seven hours. We're not even going to get into that. I don't think my blood pressure can get any higher without having a stroke. Um, okay, so do you guys know who Candace Owens is? She's like a... She's a conservative lady who... I don't always agree with her. I don't actually pay that much attention to her. I think she kind of sometimes just looks for trouble, if that makes sense. But... She's in Aspen, and the reason I bring this up because I live in Colorado, and um, Aspen's in Colorado, and for some reason she's getting a COVID test in Aspen. I I didn't get that far. It didn't say. I don't know why, but she is. And uh, the owner of the clinic that she's getting her COVID test at emails her and says, "Hey." I know who you are. I do not like your politics. I'm refusing to give you a COVID test. What the fuck? Is that where we're at now? I mean, we also have that guy in, is it Boulder up north who won't make cakes for gay people? Fine. But he's been sued a thousand times in Supreme Court and all that crap. And nothing will come from this bitch who doesn't want to give the other lady a COVID test because she's conservative. I guess that really where we are at with this mess. It's, it fucking, 
baffles me. Part of it is like, who has the time as a business owner to like Google the people on your like upcoming appointments list and be like, okay, Dutch in Denver. And then you see my podcast and you listen to you're like, oh, fuck, no, he, he's not getting shit from me. So then I call him up or I email him like, hey, man, I don't like your politics. You can't get a COVID test here. And then you Google like Jen Polanski or Saki, whatever the press secretary is like, oh, yeah, she's a crazy liberal. Yeah, we'll give her a test. And uh, Billy Bob, well, that guy's got two first names. No, we're out. We're not doing that. I mean, is that what your life has come to? Because you should be ashamed. Just like, do you ever just look in the mirror and be like, God, I'm a fucking moron. That's what that person should do. I don't care what your politics are to an extent. Like the cake guy, fine. He didn't say he wouldn't sell them a cake. He just said, hey, man, I'm not, I, I don't agree with it, so I'm not going to make cake. I'd be like, you know. I don't really make, like, politically driven or psycho-driven shit, but like, if you wanted a transgender house, I'd probably build it for you because you have money. Your money's as good as anybody else. I'm not doing any of your crazy stuff. We're not going to have, like, stairs that turn into a refrigerator, you know? But I don't care. Um, He obviously cared. He's a private business. He can do whatever he wants. That's fine. But he didn't, like, go to the extent of Googling, like, okay, I have an 11 o'clock cake consultation with Bobby and Susie or Bobby and Jim. Let me Google Bobby and Jim and figure out why I can discriminate them. No, that's nuts to me. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's it's crazy that this is where we're at today. And I, I don't give a shit anymore. Exactly, this is why I drink. I'm not using your preferred preferred pronouns. I don't care. Um, I don't care what's you know, like the people who want to be called it and it because it makes them feel less human because they don't identify with the humans. Okay, I mean, go live on a farm. I don't give a shit. Get off TikTok. No one cares. You guys should actually go on TikTok. Not on TikTok. Um, after you go on Twitter and follow me at Dutch the Beast or at Dutch Endeavor, no I, you should go on there and find libs of TikTok. It's, I mean, it's hilarious, but it's crazy. Like these people are out in the world, influencing the teachers are the worst. And I don't, I don't have it on here this week, but I guess we could talk about this for a little bit. So, uh, libs of TikTok. What they do is they post like crazy liberals TikTok videos and we all make fun of it. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's just like, what the fuck? And they've actually become like a, I guess, a big account. Like the B, the Babylon B, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, some of the more big names in conservatism have like retweeted or followed or commented, whatever. But uh, this week, the person who runs the account, I'm going to say he, okay? Because I that's going to be easiest for me. It might be a she. I don't know. I'm assuming it's a he. Uh, post a video of like a teacher who is 
visibly giggling like she seems really happy about this that she took down the american flag of her classroom so when her kids say the pledge of allegiance they kind of just stand there and with their she says you don't even have to say the words she said most of them don't i don't know okay and then one of them's like uh where's the flag like i feel like we're just pledge allegiance to nothing and just standing here like idiots and she's like, oh, you know, I packed it away and I can't find it because blah, blah, blah. I'm a psycho. But she did have a pride flag up that she told all the students that they could pledge allegiance to that. That's fucking crazy. Again, I, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. We're all supposedly Americans, even though I think one side's going further and further away from that. Um, but she's asking kids to pledge allegiance to a pride flag. A, you pledge allegiance to a country or something like that. You don't, the pride doesn't have a pledge of allegiance that I know of. And if it does, I'm sorry. Fill me in. But that's just insane. So, this lives on TikTok account and all of their minions found this actual woman, this teacher, and the school district she teached for and posted all over the internet. And then I guess the next day there were like American flags put in the yard by the school and all that stuff and on the school property and all that shit. And this teacher was removed from the classroom. So she's no longer teaching kids in class. She might be doing it online She's probably certainly still getting paid. And part of me is anti-cancel culture. But then the other part of me is like, okay, if you're going to go that far, yes, you need to be removed from influencing young minds to that degree of psychosis. Like, that, you're, you're nuts. I mean, difference of opinion is one thing. And, I mean, the school system has long been liberal, Okay. So they've indoctrinated kids all the time. That's basically what they do. We, we, we got to draw a line somewhere. Now, um, do I think that the internet should have canceled her? Probably not. I think the parents should have pulled their heads of their asses and figured out what's going on and done it themselves because they have a vested interest in this. I mean, to me, it's just comedy on the internet. I, I don't give a shit. It's funny to me. I, I don't have a vested interest. But the parents damn sure should have. And if the parents were okay with that, fine. If they're not okay with that, then fine. Let's, you know, work to either remove her or change her or whatever. Um, and then the other side of this is, like, if you keep exposing these people, are they dumb enough to continue to keep posting this on the internet knowing that they will get canceled. I don't know. Because if they stop posting on the internet, we actually won't know what's happening in the classrooms. And it might even be worse. I don't know. It's kind of like a catch-22 thing that's a little rough for um, everyone. But yeah, I'm, that level of crazy is like, hey, when you say the Pledge of Allegiance, say it to the Pride flag. Or here's the Pride Pledge of Allegiance. I don't know what it actually was. But yeah, that's a new level of crazy that is not for anyone. Uh, all right. Oh, okay. So I think we're going to wrap up with this. But 
so as everyone knows, I I listen to talk radio, and um, lately I've been listening to the KOA, not the morning show, but like the mid morning show, and it's it's a sports announcer, Dave Logan, and Rick Lewis. Rick is a disc jockey who knows fucking nothing about sports. Uh, he knows of, or politics or anything. He knows about music, which a talk show. So, and he has a morning show on an FM station that does play music, so it's different. And then they have Kathy Lee, who is just. Uh, I have a love hate with her. Kathy Lee is like a, she's the token chick, and she just pretends to be so unbelievably stupid that it drives you nuts. And then it drives you even more nuts when you find out that she's not actually stupid. She's actually very smart. I, I think she's Rick's agent. He's in a band, too. It doesn't matter. Um, she runs, like, the Homeowners Association. She runs her high school parties. I mean, she's not stupid. But she just pretends to be. And that's the most infuriating thing in the world. It's, like, ugly. Ugh, whatever. We'll, okay, so they're talking about uh, they talk a lot of sports. Which, I don't know if it's... Sometimes they talk politics, but neither one of them know politics, so it's embarrassing for them. But so they're talking sports. And um, for those of you guys who don't know, Dave Logan, he uh, he played in the NFL. Uh, played in college, high, all that. And then he's a coach for some high school teams. He's been high school coach in Colorado for a while. He's a very good coach. His teams win, like state championships at five A, like the highest level. Okay, he's done Mullen, uh, Columbine. I mean, big schools recruiting, you know, serious high school football. So he kind of knows stuff, and they're talking about football or something. And they got some guy who calls in. They they talk to people way too much, and they give them way too much time. But this moron calls in. He's like, hey. I don't know what this is, but I have a real problem with it. And, you know, Dave's like, well, what? And he's like, I was watching a football game, and the half of the game was almost over, and the quarterback took a knee. And I was really, really mad at that because that means you're not trying your all 100% of the time, and that's a, a bad example for the kids. I would have hung up on him right there because clearly this gentleman has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. But Dave engages him. He's like, wait, I, I don't know what you mean. And the guy says, yeah, you just, it's teaching people that it's okay to quit. And that's the life lesson you're teaching. Well, Vern, and we're going to call this guy Vern. Hey, Phil, what's up, man? Uh, we're kind of wrapping up here, but uh, we might stream later. I'll message you on Discord. All right, we'll call this guy Vern. So Vern is pissed that we're kneeling and that it's a sign of giving up. It's not, okay? First of all, in professional sports, if you're ahead by a little bit and you have the ball, 
and you can kneel out the clock, that's a smart thing to do. Because if you run another play, you have some bad things that could happen. If you run a pass, your quarterback could throw an interception. Okay? And that would be bad. If you hand the ball off, your running back could fumble. That would be bad, too. Oh, well, Dutch, he could fumble on the snap. He could. But it's less likely. So, yeah, you run out the clock. Okay? At halftime, it's garbage time. Okay? Run out the clock. As for college sports, same thing applies, but we're going to add one more caveat. If you're D1 school and you're going up against a D2 school because it's their payday game, you know, like when Air Force plays Alabama or CU is going to play CSU this week, if it's the fourth quarter and CU is up by 50, I personally don't believe that they should ram it down their throats and run the score up. I think that's a Bush League thing to do. And for the record, Dave agreed. I think that's a Bush League thing to do, and you should not do that. So, yeah, kneel the ball and get the game over with. And Dave's explaining all this to Vern. And then we're going to go to a high school game, okay? These guys are still kids. They're still learning virtues, um, sportsmanship, all that. And Dave explains to Vern, like, hey, man, I have never run up the score on a team. If it's the fourth quarter and we're ahead by 40, we're taking a knee, okay? And the guy is like, well, no, that just teaches your kids to quit, and it makes the other team feel, no, no. Ramming another five touchdowns in would make the other team feel bad. And Dave brought up a good point. He said it's about compassion. You know, I mean, that's a that's a that's an important part of sportsmanship is not running up the score. Especially in a college and even more so in a high school setting. Now, in the NFL, I think they do it for strategic reasons because in the NFL, I don't think there's anything there's no such thing as running up the score. I always believe when the Broncos play the Raiders, they should run that score so far up. It's literally impossible. I mean, they're also grown men now, okay? And if your feelings get hurt because the score got ran up on you, just remember, you got $10 million bucks for that game and be better, okay? But for a high school kid, that's not something you want to teach, okay? So not only is it a sportsman, you know, like a, a sportsman thing, but it's also, you know, it's a valuable learning experience. You don't run the score up on people in high school games. And then, you know, Vern's like, oh, well, you know, I'm a tennis coach and I, you know, I teach my guys, you know, never give up. And uh, I played some professionals and I got my butt whipped and I learned a bunch. No, you didn't. Okay, Vern, I'm sorry, but you don't learn anything from getting your shit punched in for the entirety of the game. Now, you might learn something at the beginning, and then you say, okay, enough's enough. I'm getting destroyed. Let's just get this over with, and that's why you take a knee. Okay, you can't really take a knee in tennis. Okay, but, you know, maybe you just start serving aces and you're done. Individual sport also horrible comparison 
But it just, I, they gave this guy too much time. And that's the other thing. Like, who has time to call talk radio? And I've done it once or twice. And Sandy Clough, I'll never forget the, forgive that pussy for hanging up on me because he is Sandy Clough. But, I mean, it's it was entertaining for me because it gives me something to talk about on my podcast as well as I I mean that person's just so dumb. I mean you're kind of like, oh I feel bad for I I would never want them as my tennis coach or instructor or a high school coach or anything like that. That person belongs nowhere near sports. I mean sportsmanship is probably the most valuable thing you can learn from a team sport. Um, even an individual sport like tennis, you know, you learn sportsmanship. You don't rub it in. Um, don't throw a hissy, all that stuff. I mean, you learn that through sports. Uh, you especially learn it, you know, like when you're young, peewee. I mean, you, do you want to run the score up on a bunch of 13-year-olds? No, because they'll, they'll be even more discouraged than a pro would. I mean, imagine being 13 years old and just getting the absolute shit kicked out of you. Are you going to want to go play football again? Of course not. Even in high school. You have a lot of kids quit. Like, maybe you're not the star athlete, but, you know, you're in every third play. You're the receiver that runs the play in. A vital part of the offense. And every once in a while, you catch a pass. Okay? But one game, you just get the shit knocked out of you. You lose by a thousand. Are you going to want to do that again? Put forth all that work and everything just to get destroyed? No. Because you're a kid. So, yeah, staying knee is a valuable option in football. Like in baseball, man. I mean, there were a couple times in high school or, you know, college, whatever, that we were up by a ton. And, you know, coach would give you a little sign. And I would just start walking off a second towards third and get out kind of on purpose. I mean, they have a mercy rule in baseball in high school, okay? Uh, well, at least high school, high school. But if you did, like, summer league, they didn't. And we got our asses kicked a lot, too, sometimes. We had to play, like, Jayco schools when I was, like, a freshman. It was awful. But that's an important lesson I learned about, A, humility. Because, you know, I've been on both sides. I've been the one that's, you know, intentionally got out to end the game quickly. But I've also been the one that I wish someone would have intentionally got out because we were getting smoked and there was no point to keep going. I mean, finish it out. But don't rub it in. You're better than I am. I got it. I've, I, I've learned my lesson. I will come back. We do not need to drive this home and discourage people. That's what I'm getting out of this. And this guy just didn't get it. And Dave interacted him Far longer than I would have. I would have hung up and be like, you're a moron. I'm done with you. It's my show. I'm out. <laughs> like on the podcast, if people called in, oh, I'd love to have callers. We need an audience. So you guys got to get people to like and subscribe. Only if you, well, actually, I don't care if you like it or not. Just like and subscribe. Just don't click the bell. But if you do like it, click the bell and then you'll know when I'm live. Then we can hang out and have fun together. Uh, let's see. I got nothing else this week, man. Um, 
We may have live with Kyle tomorrow night. Kyle's got some stuff going on, which is totally understandable, just kind of like me. Uh, it's it's a rough week this week for everybody. So we haven't been around that much. I apologize. I will do my best to get back on track. I got a lot of stuff going on. Okay? It's not that I don't like doing this, and I don't like y'all. It just, uh, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. But we'll get back on track. So with that, you know, like I said, like, subscribe. Even if you don't like it, just do it anyway. Just don't click the bell. But if you actually do like it, click that bell. Um, And, you know, let's grow this. Let's have, like, a real radio, like the Joe Rogan thing. We'll be bigger than Joe. Probably not, but Elon Musk will never come on our show. Well, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe I'll email him. Like, hey, man, come hang out for a little bit. Ah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm done. Follow the social stuff. It's on Facebook. It's on the Twitter. It's everywhere. Uh, the podcast is uh, it's on Apple. That's on Google. It's on Spotify. It's on iHeart. It's everywhere. We're branching out. Go check out the merch store. Buy some cool Dutch and Denver stuff. Like I say, your friends will be like, "Hey, man, what is that?" He's like, "It's uh, probably the greatest thing in the world." His name's Dutch. He's in Denver. He's awesome. We're friends. You can tell people if you buy merch, you can tell people we're friends. If you're super pretty, you can even tell them I went out with you once. If you're a dude, no, you can just tell us, tell them you're friends with me. Because that's, I mean, that's a badge of honor. Most of my friends, I make pay for my friendship. It's not cheap either. You think like the monthly sub on all this and Streamlabs, which you can go to Streamlabs and sub and all that cool shit. Uh, yeah, subs like five bucks a month. My friend's got to pay like five grand a month for me to hang out with them. I'm that awesome. Um, other than that, yeah, thanks. I appreciate you guys listening. As always, uh, it really is a big deal to me that you do listen, whether you listen live or you listen after the fact. You know, share it with your friends, share it with your family. Well, some family. Don't share it with your kids. This is not for people under the age of. 18 for legal reasons <laughs> right oh let's get out of here it's been a fun one but uh we'll catch you guys maybe tomorrow live with kyle until next time you guys know the deal bye